0: welcome back stan and sophie hello to two girls one gleek have you been stan have you been here since the new logo no no i don't think you have we have a new logo i'm gonna keep talking about it every time because i love it so much <laughs> it's iconic um came from my brain but from becky's uh, hand i guess um today's episode. <laughs> is, sorry it's a bit late <laughs> Today's episode is ballad which liv is not here um she just did not want to watch that the scene. It's, yeah,
1: all. this episode made me so uncomfortable in so many ways.
0: I have four <laughs> pages of notes. I've never gone over three.
1: I have a page and a half.
0: Stan, I'm sure you have lots of notes.
1: I have so many.
0: Okay, so let's get straight into it. I didn't write this down. The first thing I noticed was that the, again, the recap was really short. And it literally only said, Quinn's pregnant that's what you missed on Glee. Like, that's literally it. Yeah. Like, nothing else matters, That's the only. It's
1: the only, um, it's the only plot point they've got going at this point.
0: So um, we get another iconic quick quib line from Brittany where he's like, what's a ballad? She's like, a male duck, which <laughs> is a ballad, I think I'm correct in saying. I mean, she's not a ballad is a male duck.
1: I mean, yeah, she technically is correct. So technically- I also love when she's like, I bet the duck's in the hat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's keeping on with the duck theory. She's like, the duck will appear. Okay, so they're like learning stuff. So he's like teaching them the art of a ballad. I, I mean, I only have reference on like choir, but we never learn anything. There was like a lesson that we had to do. Like but we just sang Africa yeah. like ten times in harmony.
1: Like <laughs> we did. Yeah. Like so he's like teaching them like it's a class. Like Like it makes sense because considering Well, it doesn't really make sense, but I mean, it's not, like, a bad thing that he's teaching them what songs mean, I guess. I don't know. What do songs mean? (laughs) That's the next lesson.
0: We only see Rachel and Will's duet. There's no other duet that happened in this episode that I'm correct about. Yeah. I mean, unless you kind of count Mercedes and RT's Lean On Me as a duet, but it's technically a group
1: performance. It's not. Yeah, technically it's not. But, um... Yeah, the thing is, is that the thing with Endless Love is that I have the CD that has these sets of songs on it, like this volume. And when you take the context away, Endless Love is such a good duet. Oh, it's beautiful. I love, you know, like the riffs that... Ah, that (laughs) was awful. But But
0: I love it so much. Yeah, me too. Also, Stan i keep adding sammy's not coming but he hasn't watched the episode anyway so there's no point in being here right um <laughs> he's just here for moral support said, i wish they could have sung another duet together like in the show but in a less weird circumstance because their voices they're both trained broadway performers so their yeah voices are so they've got good. a
1: really good blend mm-hmm. they've got a really good blend yeah but i agree just,
0: and i quickly before we go on um i I just how uncomfortable every song this episode is. Other than maybe "Lean on Me," but st- <laughs> they're still singing to the two that is sitting there. Every song I know. is uncomfortable.
1: This is what I mean. This entire episode is so uncomfortable, but it's also very funny. And for what?
0: In this episode, this episode, yeah. like, is the epitome of like the satire of what Glee is because nothing's really that serious. <laughs> Even the serious moment, which is when he's singing to like his like daughter, he's in his bedroom with his head almost at the top of his ceiling cause he's that freakishly <laughs> tall singing to a sonogram. Like, this is stupid. That's why I think, if people think Glee so... is still serious after this episode, they need to, like, re-watch because
1: it's not meant to be funny, but it really is oh, funny. It's amazing.
0: And also, during the song, they're, like, <laughs> spinning around the piano and Brad's like, girl, <laughs> stop spinning around me. I think Brad's the most talented because who can play every single song oh, in every genre?
1: Hundred percent. He literally brought in a keyboard. any key. He
0: brought a keyboard just to play Gold Digger.
1: He gives me up. He was prepared. But Brad is the unsung hero of the New Directions. He
0: really is. Do you think that he has like a uh, or like an email with Will so he like tells him like what songs we're doing today?
1: Bring this. Bring this
0: type of keyboard.
1: No, he just knows. He just- He's psychic. <laughs>
0: I'm sure. (laughs) Fun fact: people who probably might know, but Brad is actually an—he's not an actor; he's an actual pianist, and he is actually
1: the pianist for the auditions for Glee. Whenever I hear people say Brad Falchuk, that's who I think—that's who Uh, I think of. (laughs) But that's not—that's not who it is. And completely different person. And
0: also, just a quick crossover. My favorite two universes are the Glee universe and the Marvel universe, and both have Gwyneth Paltrow in them because Greta Paltrow is married to Brad Falchuk, And it's just like, everything's Uh. together. Also, I didn't like how many... I understand there was a reason for it, but I didn't like all the um, voiceovers during the song because I just wanted to hear the song. I didn't care about what boobs Finn was looking at. I wanted to hear the (laughs) vocals.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, I get that. But at the same time, it does make sense character-wise.
0: Yeah. And I get it.
1: And I I understand it for the show, but considering part of the reason that we watch the show is for the music because it's one of the only good parts about it i didn't say that i never said that <laughs> leah and matthew sound really nice together and i just wanted to hear more of it but like i said i have it on cd so you heard it here <laughs>
0: can... first vote. sophie has it on CD. <laughs> honestly even if i like i won't ever need to watch glee like on a dvd i never will unless uh, god forbid it goes off netflix and then they get lost well, in my iTunes. Yeah. So I have them on iTunes. But like, I have all the DVDs. I bought them.
1: If it, if it goes off Netflix, it's going on Disney Plus, <gasps> isn't it? Exactly. It's partly. So I
0: literally never ever need either CDs or the DVDs. But since Netflix, it's been on Netflix, I have bought every DVD and quite a few of the CDs. <laughs> For what reason? I want to get vinyls of like my favorite like albums and get a vinyl player, so I can because I'm gonna move into my new house at uni. And I was thinking, yeah, do you, oh, yeah, I know. Do they have Glee vinyls out there somewhere? Yeah, definitely. The one thing I'll say though is that I am a, I have a valid reason because I don't have Spotify Premium, so the only way I can listen to music uninterrupted uh. is. To get a vinyl, that's the only way. So I'm going to be spending one hundred and fifty pounds on a vinyl. It's like I'm like <laughs> instead of yeah. spending seven well,
1: ninety nine a month on Spotify. You, do you you could just get a CD player. That's what I did. Put, I also have Spotify Premium, but I wanted a CD player because I saw it on TikTok and I was like, you know what, it, I want that. Imagine if
0: I like. And I okay, it. here's a scenario: a um, a boy comes round and he's like in my room and he's like, oh, and then he I'm like he's like, want me some music? Yeah, let me get my CDs out. And put it into my C D player.
1: <laughs> it's a little bit less
0: saucy than a Spotify and or record player.
1: Don't think a vinyl is that more saucy, Emily. Yes, it
0: is. All the old movies have like the vinyl players that they put on. Because they're old movies, that's all they have. Will goes, look at her right now. She looks crazy. When he's literally doing the craziest, weirdest, like facial expressions while singing. Yeah, ever. she's
1: she's she's just singing. He's seen her sing multiple times. She was not singing any differently. I mean, she was falling in love with him as she was singing, but she are. wasn't showing it. <laughs> she wasn't showing it on her face then we move on to
0: seeing Quinn with her mum and I really really appreciate because Glee doesn't always like just show us like backstories of things people's like home life we kind of we focus on Mm. Kurt is like the only one who has like a well fleshed out backstory and like storyline with his family with Bert and Finn yeah I say that too but obviously because obviously Finn passed away we didn't get as much of it as we could have done whereas Kurt's was consistent throughout obviously not the default of all six seasons yeah, yeah. um but we get that's about quinn's well we get it once which is in this episode which is unfortunate she, she her mum comes back in uh, the end of the, uh, the um yeah season but that's about it
1: yeah she's so gorgeous that was the only note that i took in that entire scene is that she's just she uh, can i marry her sure
0: she's not married she's actually divorced now can I-
1: yeah, she is. She was married to a guy from Mumford & Sons, which is iconic if you ask me. But <laughs> uh, I would happily... I'll take her to the chastity ball. That, okay, Forget that
0: was it. Okay, first of all, <laughs> what
1: what is a chastity ball? Like, you... Why are they celebrating girls not having lost their virginity? I think that's kind of creepy to like, me. Like, I get... I get that she's Christian, and that's quite a big, big Christian value to wait until marriage. And so that's fair enough. But to make a whole event out of it, where the event has a princess, like, is, does that mean like well done you're the, the, really the biggest, you're the biggest virgin yeah is it, <laughs> but is it is it, like, is it like the biggest virgin or is it like the girl that girl at the virgin who's the prettiest and they're surprised that she's still a virgin is, it, is that what that I don't know. this is getting creepier and creepier as we're talking about it i know
0: because isn't a chastity ball just church like surely it's just they're just going to church she's calling the chastis like he'll be crowned the princess so yeah love quinn i love how i wish they explored her family more actually as we went on um but i also think the casting of her parents is perfect i've always said this yeah perfect especially the mum yeah
1: i tell you what i do find a bit interesting though is that um when they're like looking at quinn's dress there's a scene where the camera zooms in on is it the glass uh, Quinn's mum picking yes. up her glass as if as if that has any significance and it's just her yes, holding up her drink completely. like i cuz every, every time i watch it i'm like oh my god is she hiding the fact that she's like drinking a mojito or whatever it is but she's not cuz she le- literally just holds it up in front of her and then just starts drinking it next to the dad
0: i was like my first instinct was like oh was it a glass that she, like, gave to Quinn that had a little bit of alcohol in it? And then once she's, like, doing dress-up, realising that, like, she's pregnant, like, she took the glass away and drank it herself. But, like, also, they're, like, with, like, Christian families. I'm sure they weren't condoning, like, underage drinking. So I literally saw that completely. Yeah. Like, there must be a reason for it. There was no reason. This is another <laughs> thing which I think is very, very clever because it mm, it's a bit... Okay. Anyway, I'll say it. Um, he's like I'll just put yeah. your drink and she goes I don't want you lifting your finger for me I'm your wife which makes sense yes. because this Quinn's very like well she's tried to be conservative and tried to give off this like I'm a perfect child vibe but then it also mm. confuses me because she's always like really persistent on getting Finn to give her money and do this for her and that for her so I feel like that's the reason why she's doing mm. it because she's seen that her mum's everything for him so why is she so persistent at getting Finn to do stuff for her when all her life she's because, seen her mum like, do everything for her dad?
1: Well, the thing is, like, as you were explaining that, I've realised Quinn's mum does that all for her dad because her dad is the one earning the money. So she needs Finn to earn the money so that she can be the housewife. Yeah,
0: I guess so. But it's it's quite it's quite I I like that a bit because it made me
1: realise why Quinn is the way that she is. This is the thing. This is why it's important to have. Oh, the psychology student is going to come out <laughs> in me. I can tell. Like I think this is why it's important to show people's backgrounds and their parenting, or like the way that their parents act around them and raise them, because that has a very impactful result on the way that the person oh, grows yeah. up. See this. This is the thing though is that Quinn is very privileged and her parents show love to each other in front of her and so she probably has I mean obviously she's not a perfect person and there's obviously a lot of faults that are shown in her behavior but at the same time like she's been brought up in a loving household even though it's strict and there's a lot of things that she's not allowed to do be that because of her religion or just um, like her conservatism but she has she's had it pretty easy and I think that has rubbed off on her and so she wants to bring up her family in the way that her family brought her up See, this is
0: why I didn't really get the Lucy Caboosey side of her because from the vibe yeah. I'm getting from season one she's always been quite a privileged fragile
1: yeah girl this is this is the thing I think that was that was definitely such a last minute. It's okay because they managed to make it work, and there weren't any proper inconsistencies. At The same time, like it worked, but it wasn't the most. It was yeah, obvious. it was a
0: out thing. I don't think so. Let me move on from Quinn, and we get the scene where Rachel hands Will um, a tie, a god awful, ugly tie of like gold stars <laughs> in it so he can think of her When surely like you'd get something like buried on it because gold stars like for the most part are pretty generic
1: yeah i get it but she's like uh so every time you wear it you'll think of the star you're helping me become i'm like um, well, well. so then will goes to emma he's like oh
0: no not this again i like how he's like oh no <laughs> another young girl is attractive <laughs> to me i can't <laughs> help being so vulnerable and lovable to all these little girls gross but also weird and like it's like he's all like, I know he's just yeah. like oh no not again but he's almost just like he's kind of bragging he's like this is the second person to be this obsessed with me
1: no it's not e- not even the second many it's He's like, this happens all the time. <laughs> Flashback to when Susie Pepper, who has an awesome what? name, I must say, I do really like the name they Susie Pepper. Said,
0: okay, Rachel, um, no, Rachel Berry, similar name, food. Okay, Pepper, Susie, great.
1: I actually really liked the Pepper socks. <laughs> if 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 Will doesn't want them, I'll, I'll take some. them.
0: She was like breathing down the phone, and Terry had a point. Terry, oh. like, I'm gonna go and kill. I'll literally go hunt you down. That's fair. What a weirdo. And how does she have his phone number? Who is he giving out his phone number yeah. to? She wasn't in the Glee Club, from what we're aware of. they were in the Spanish, Spanish lesson. How on earth did he have Mr. So Shee's phone number? That, to me, is more creepy. Also, I love how he literally, the story, he was like, she was so upset that I told her I couldn't date her. So this is it. I Will Schuster won't love me. It's time to leave.
1: Time to eat the pepper. Time to go to a coma. He then says to Emma that she had it shipped specially. So why was it just sat in her locker? Just, just, A lot so, of those. <laughs> I don't know
0: how I feel about the curtain fin scene in scenes
1: because I. Oh, yes. Wait. Sorry. The difference in their head shapes makes me <laughs> laugh so much. I know it shouldn't, and that's. <laughs> That's not fair for me to say, but it's because they're so zoomed in and they go from one to another and their necks are so different. <laughs> okay, so
0: again, quickly before we get into it, because obviously, like, people have their opinions about Kurt, Kurt and Finn during season one. Kurt, I feel so bad mm. for Kurt because, okay, I, Kurt is looking a little bit strange, I get it, but if you are a person who has no one else to, like, be a role model for or no one to fancy because you're the only person like you in a school i'm not surprised at the first person who's like join this club who's like being nice to him i yeah
1: finn doesn't love you but i don't i think he knew that deep down he just wanted to put his his love somewhere yeah yeah his crush on finn is completely justified and i understand that and this is coming from someone who literally gets a crush on everyone um that sounds bad it could be you next guys <laughs> listeners yes, could be you <laughs> applications Ooh. open now um no like i get it and i think it makes like complete sense because there's like if you if you have a crush on someone sometimes you just can't help it like could i could never, never... And he actually ends up only helping finn this episode he doesn't do anything detrimental to him at yeah. all yeah I mean, sometimes his methods might be a bit off, but in the same way, he's not doing any harm to Finn actively. No. I love, love, love this <laughs> solo. "Stand by You" is one of my favorite Finn Hudson solos. Vocally, it's gorgeous. Only thing is, I—it's so hard to imagine him being like fifteen or sixteen at this point. Oh yeah. Come- if he looked younger, I would understand it so much more. But seeing like, how old was he when twenty-five? Like. Maybe seeing a twenty-five-year-old man stood next to a bed singing to a sonogram feels weirder. Literally, a full-grown man.
0: (laughs) It was a little unsettling. That's why I think they gave Finn such like a childlike demeanor for most of his scenes. Like the kind of like, uh. Because he doesn't, doesn't look, look young, so they have to give him this kind of like distraction. Whereas you know, Kurt yeah. can literally do whatever he wants because he's literally eighteen. How Chris Colford also cannot play piano, and they're like, this is the one. Chris Colfer plays piano twice in the show, one in this season and one in season one in season six. Thank God I never <laughs> no, missed a, a piano, piano lesson. Memory. Also, they cut down <laughs> so much. I feel like in season one they want to shove so many songs into Glee that they just they settle for having such short versions of the songs and it really upsets me as Gleeks you can figure out which songs are socially acceptable to be played in a group of people who aren't Gleeks I literally have a playlist of songs (laughs) that I can play that everyone hating me if Glee was to be on in 2021 Mm. Noah Santiago or however you say your second name is Finn Hudson with an absolute centenario, <laughs> i don't know who would play finn? <laughs> one
1: he is literally finn hudson and you can't tell me that I'm um yeah i get that but then at the same time i jordan fisher oh, in glee it. would work i want that cast God jordan fisher no, is finn to like i don't
0: finn isn't the best character Noah Santiago as blaine anderson no that's true and that's
1: a different story but then no, because why would you swap well, I'm Darren? I'm assuming
0: if we can't have any of the original actors, because Darren Criss playing Boy Anderson now at the age of thirty-four, at okay. his big age, is probably not the most feasible option.
1: <laughs> the grand old age of Poor Darren Criss—he's oh. getting old.
0: Carol, I've missed her, and also I will say this as an absolute fact. Oh. Carol, Icon bless better soul. I can't remember the name of the actor. It, it, Romy, oh, gee, Romy Roseman. Catch her every single time she is on glee, she will cry. Every single episode that she is on, at some point she will cry whether it's happy tears at weddings or sadness of deaths, she will be crying.
1: Or yeah, and I support her. I love this. I love this mm-hmm. scene between her and Finn though. Like it the is acting is amazing. Because she, she, she like properly masked. Like Finn has no, no idea that she's crying. But we did. And I love mm-hmm. that. I bet oh, most people like good. Will Schuster would have to have yeah. been
0: told to his face, "I have been really bad and I have impregnated my girlfriend," whereas she literally saw him saying for a second that they monitor and she instantly knew because she's <laughs> like, what a smart woman. Finns and Quinn are shouting in the hallway like, <laughs> "You told my mom, you are shouting." In the hallway,
1: everyone can hear you. We can hear you. Everyone can hear you. No one pays <laughs> attention to that. In the entire show, it happens. It ha- That was one of the only consistencies in this show. It happens uh, all six seasons. Okay, yeah. so then we
0: get to yeah. singing Don't Stand So Close To Me, Young Girl, which again, dance, dance, those songs are dance, meant to be dance, together. Dance. Those songs blend almost too well together.
1: Yeah, whoever, I tell you what, whoever thinks of the um, the
0: mashups,
1: props to them, they they do do very music.
0: I'm not sure they work with
1: the mashups, but they definitely record it. It still does make me a bit uncomfortable because I can't listen to it without thinking of the context. Emma literally
0: says, I've I've thought about doing career (laughs) counselling in song. Can you imagine? I'll get a job. Get yourself a job. Get out and get a job. <laughs> uh, that would be amazing. I'd get a job. If an attractive teacher who I was crushing on then sits me down and is singing at me and gets really close to me and like like touches me, I would think he's attractive attracted to me and thinking he's in love with me. Like,
1: yeah, so would I. This is the thing. He he's literally just said, These girls are too fragile and then he literally sits in front of her. No, stands. She's sat down. He stands in front of her and sings a, sings a medley that he made to sing to her. Just
0: to, just to sing to Rachel about Stop Liking Me. Yeah, Literally. exactly. Um, <laughs> again, this song is longer than I'll Stand By You. Why? I don't... Why? I'd rather How I Stand By You longer. And then Rachel storms out and then she storms out. And then just like as like a horror movie, Suzy Pepper's like standing there. It's like looking at her. Susie Pepper is still at the school? It's actually why? Susie Pepper. And why is she still there?
1: How is she still alive? She burnt holes in her esophagus. Like, I know that they said, is an esophagus transplant even a thing? Like, I know that they mention it later on. Um, is that even a thing? But people say, like, yeah. oh, Kurt is so <laughs>
0: clingy to Finn. But Finn literally invites Kurt to his house to, like, help him with this, like, situation. But, like, again, put yourself in Kurt's shoes. Exactly. you a gay boy, the only one in the school, and the boy that you like invites you over to his house, you're going to think that, like, you're like, oh, my God, maybe he just wants to hang out with me and, like, maybe he likes me. Um, but I love how they become brothers because they were very, like, it was, like, although Kirk's like, crushing on Finn, he still, like, had, like, the brotherly, like, aspects. Like, he was, like, helping him out, stuff so like that.
1: I don't know if we've got to this point yet, but please get Rachel out of Will's house. Oh, my God, yes.
0: Who, Terry just was like, come in. In you come. Basically, Kurt goes, you need to use your best weapon. He's like, I think I should bring a gun. He goes, no, your voice. I'm like, no, you can just speak. Speaking is just (laughs) as powerful. Seeing you're having my baby is not as powerful as just being like, yo, pregnancy. Where where he's like, put your seatbelt on. She's like, why? He goes, I care about your safety. And she goes, really? And he's like, no, not really. (laughs) No. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Like, how do her vocals sound so good in the car? Oh, wait. Also, how does Peppa yeah. know? Yeah. So then we have the scene between Peppa and Rachel in the bathroom. How does Peppa actually know that she loves Will? That was very like, she's like, "It won't last." I'm like, "Hold on, we know that you before. You never actually talked to Rachel Pe- before. Pe- how Pe- are you aware
1: of this?" Susie and Rachel have never interacted once in their lives. Why is it? How... Does does Susie so. just Since have she a sixth her sense. Back,
0: her new esophagus? It's come over a <laughs> new sense.
1: But... <laughs> And no, the no. esophagus has magic like, powers. <laughs>
0: the power of the esophagus. That's the new spin-off. Parker Mercedes, like, <laughs> a really big scene where he tells her that he's a father. But she's like walking in talking to Tina and he's like he like looks at her like, What the f
1: <laughs> like, come on, Mercedes, stop talking. This see, this is the thing. Tina and Mercedes deserved a better friendship storyline. Yeah. But like that's the thing, like I that never stuck out to me. This might be an unpopular opinion. Why
0: do they care? so much about the pregnancy like i understand it's big news like oh my gosh my friend who kind of not really my friend but i'm in a club with her yeah. is pregnant for the first three weeks <laughs> maybe a month hot gossip after a month is it really that interesting no
1: i i kind of get it but at the same time it has been a while like when it when it's like fresh news obviously it makes sense or yeah you're right it's kind of like died down a bit so why is it suddenly is it no, because they've, all they've had, just they've all been found been out? out of
0: it for a while.
1: Um
0: since like Akafelis, oh, wow. okay. since, Yeah. Like, Ro- since rose yeah. is taken, I'm pretty sure. I, I feel really bad for Puck as well, because like he's, you know, staying back, trying yeah. to help. Um but he shouts again so loudly, Finn's not the father I
1: am I'm like, the door's open. People could have really, really heard you. <laughs> Finn yeah. doesn't even know at this point. Like, Mercedes found mm-hmm. out before hello. Finn did. Oh, hello. <laughs> I do think that everything that Mercedes said was very factual. She she just believes him straight away.
0: That- All he's been doing is, like, looking from afar and, like, giving her money and a little bit of grief sometimes. But, like, for the most part, he's not, like, nagging at her as much as Finn is. And then we get to mm-hmm. the almighty, beautiful crescent moon that is the dinner table scene with the Fabre's and Finn... <laughs> um, and then we find out that she Quinn has a sister
1: again no, that we've never explored not I'd love like to
0: have seen her older sister but she gets, she really does give younger sister vibes though but I thought like she also yeah. gives like older sister with a younger brother vibe oh yeah like two younger brothers so I love how he like he's like so Finn panics he goes to the bathroom and he immediately calls Kurt which I love I, like, I was like now nah, I need to call Kurt because Kurt not what to do and Kurt's just ironing he's like he's <laughs> caught him ironing yeah doing a light iron karate chopping the mirror I'm like are you going to fight the Fabrays? Are they going to be in
1: a fight? <laughs> no <laughs> It's one of the funniest parts. It's really it's, again it's not meant to be funny but it's really funny. Um,
0: another reason why Finn just
1: <clears throat> is it Finn's responsibility to tell his
0: her parents?
1: No. No. This is the thing what made what made Finn think this was a good idea? Why did he think that oh you know what I'm gonna do? After, after Quinn has just screamed at me in the hallway, saying, "What if my parents find out? Via I'm soul. gonna make them find out." Are you takes, talking about Beanbox? No, he <laughs> CD
0: player. He takes the kitchen radio. He's like, "This will work."
1: The kitchen radio. That's not his. He didn't. He didn't ask. He did not ask. Doing in do the speech. middle of the dad's toast. And then stole the kitchen radio. He did not, to the,
0: the, he radio. Did not to the radio. And he did not ask. So. <laughs> bill the beans he has not asked this entire time he didn't even ask him to, go to the toilet he just got up all of his actions at I'm this preserved. dinner are so unfounded just... <laughs> vocals are on point once again but i love how the backing vocals are there so did he like get people to record the backing
1: vocals on the yeah. cd that
0: he put in the boom box that he stole from the kitchen or did he provide the vocals himself
1: no, the karaoke oh version God, God, karaoke. has <laughs> the vocals. This song. It really makes oh, me yeah. want to hide under a rock. It really does. This scene. But
0: I basically, I okay. love how like so she's just told him he's pregnant, and then for some reason this is the time where her dad wants to go off on a massive tangent about her being a child. Like we don't care. What like, is the like, relevance of that help story? Because he do just understand. Is, like he basically in her story is saying like how much he loves his daughter, and then is like okay leave my house. That makes sense.
1: Does he not realise that the whole point of being a parent is to love your child? Know, but... His mum her mum knowing
0: that she's pregnant, it makes everything so much sadder because she's not going to do anything to help Quinn. She's going to like let her husband walk all over her. Yeah. More so this time you rewatching it makes you realise how much I do really like Quinn.
1: Also, Diana's acting in this episode is amazing. It's so yeah, much better I than put this and said, this the sense. This is Bakesville. the first time
0: that like her <laughs> act is amazing. This is this is from this point onwards is when her acting really skyrocketed. But before, it was a bit hit and miss. But I think she's going to the groove of it. Because I understand, like, first time acting, like, professionally properly. Like, that's a big deal. Carol Hudson,
1: yeah. mum of know. the year.
0: Just a quick clap. Just a quick congratulations. Oh, for saving the day, as um, always. Love her. And then we get to <laughs> where yeah. Will finally confronts Rachel and says, you need to back off. But I like at the beginning of the episode, he goes... I have to sing to her because if I talk to her, she'll put herself in a coma. So now he's going to go talk to her and tell her to back off. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Congratulations, Will, for going against your words. Um, Literally. And then again, a final yeah. scene with Kurt and Finn. And I love when Kurt goes, like, What song? He's like, I honestly love you. Because first of all, that's really cute because he actually is saying that he loves him. But second of all, I listened to that song and we were yeah. robbed. I would have loved to have heard him smash out the John song because it was so good and would have suited his voice so well. Rory and Diana is it lean didn't on know Liz- this was happening. So they, their reactions were actual reactions because they didn't know they were singing. They knew they were doing some sort of song, but I didn't think it was Lean on Me or like what the arrangement was or anything. Um, this is in the top 10 performances of season one. Wow. But I, I love the vocals. Artie Mercedes again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Artie's, so good. Artie's so voice good. is so underrated. I think, like, it goes down. regular, then maybe Artie, and then, like, her, maybe, I'd say. In year seven, no, less than that, year four or five, I had to do a project, and I sang the seven times tables in the tune to lean on me, and it went, um, se- one time seven, one time seven is seven. <laughs> And it was beautiful. <laughs> um, Kurt's little call me is so funny. He's like, Call me. <laughs> I put Quinn's kind of mean. Oh, I put Quinn's kind of mean because like Puck is so sad and like she's just like accepting like this song sang to her when she fully knows that she's been lying to Finn.
1: Like, when yeah, like I love Quinn in this episode, and obviously, I. What did I just say? I love Quinn in this episode. <laughs> I think that her storyline is like yep. it's the most important one of the episode. But like, even that doesn't excuse the way that she's at least she's sticking with her plan of keeping Finn as dad and not telling him that Puck's Finn the as real dad. father. But at least she's keeping it consistent. But at the same time, it's not no. fair to either of them because only one of them views the truth, and it's not the Hashtag one that should dad. know the truth. Hashtag not the dad. <laughs> That's what she should. Do. Hashtag dad. Then also at the end of Lean on Me, why is Shu conducting them? <laughs> he had nothing <laughs> he to he do needs to with to the think plan.
0: He's doing something. He needs to feel like he's involved.
1: <laughs> he can't just watch his Glee club sing. He can't. He can't. That's not possible for him. He has to wave his hands around as if he's actually controlling any of their vocals whatsoever. They really not. Then,
0: they're not um, watching him. And I love Mercedes' high note at the end. as if it's the like <laughs> second highest note in the whole show, which is insane. And then at the end, Brittany yeah! just picks up. Queen yeah, and I'm like, that's it, Brittany. Pick up the pregnant girl. Um, do that for a good laugh. <laughs> so that is ballad i mean it's definitely a lot it's definitely a lot happens that's ballad so things are starting to get more dramatic
1: they fit they fit a lot in and even though i don't like the episode as a whole i do think they did pretty well in weaving in loads of different storylines into it like i said at the start this episode makes me so uncomfortable that
0: they do it in a way that you still kind of care about it but not really (laughs)
1: not the the will
0: will and rachel no yeah like kurt and finn so thank you so much for coming sophie and we will see you on thursday please like please follow us on spotify and please leave (laughs) us a review we can't do a competition either of you on our podcasts and one of you will get to join us for a podcast which will be fun and fresh. Um, so love you very much Sophie and yeah. say goodbye to the people. Bye. You love, love you. Love all of you guys